0: Good morning. Courage to change. March 29th. It's time I started being nicer to myself. The voices in my head that tell me I'm not good enough do not speak the truth. They merely merely reflect the damaged self-esteem that results from living with alcoholism. When I recognize that fact, I can tell them to be quiet. I will no longer listen. Al-Anon Recovery has given me gentler, loving thoughts. These remind me that I'm lovable and I can learn to love myself. When I open my mind enough to hear the message, I can begin to hear all the wonderful sounds of life and the abusive thoughts vanish. Today's reminder, treating myself with kindness and respect helps me to challenge my own self-criticism. Today I will pay particular attention to any voice that speaks lovingly. Well, (laughs) This is a good one. This is the, uh, you know, I I call it uh, the voice in my head that holds the whip in the chair. You know, there's no one holding a whip in a chair on me but me. Um, And this, you know, idea that I I have to be nicer to myself is absolutely true. You know, the, the problem is, is I coulda, woulda, shoulda myself to death. You know, I replay conversations in my mind. I wish I would have said this. I could have said that. I might have said this. I shouldn't have said anything. And then, and then as I'm driving along in life, I start thinking about what I'll say next time. Right? Well, there's like, there's so much going on in my head (laughs) that, you know, it's crazy. I don't know how I make it through the day. You know, no wonder I like to be alone because I got so many, Voices in there telling me what I should be doing. Uh, a big voice is, wants to do the shame and guilt, the comparison game to other people's lives. And you know, I've just learned through this program, any 12-step program has done this for me, but in Al-Anon, it's like, it, I don't have to listen to all that. You know, the problem with living and loving an alcoholic is you start back. talking <laughs> Talk about Crazy. I guess I lost reception there for a minute. Um, yeah, you start, you start questioning, right? There's, there's the, the gaslighting or the lying that happens when you love an alcoholic. You start to wonder, right? Am I making too big a deal of this? You know, is, is this as bad as I think it is? And we start that little, vo- that, that's a new voice. Self-doubt, right? I remember there's this one time I was helping this woman and she called me. She and her, her, her her partner actually called me first and said they really wanted to get clean and sober and they needed to do it from home. They could not go into a treatment center. And so I had them call their doctor and they got hooked up and they got on a plan with their doctor to physically detox at home. And I was going to help them with the mental obsession part and um, help them, you know, with the program. So they had a full program, like a treatment plan, a treatment program, but at home and pretty near for free. So anyway, he was going along doing his thing and it seemed like all was well. And then she called me and she said, oh, I think he might've relapsed. I'm not sure. And I said, well, what makes you think that? Well, I'm not sure. I said, well, did you find something? Did you see something? No, I just, I don't know. I have this feeling. And I told her, you know what? If you have been living with an alcoholic addict for this long (laughs) and you got the feeling that they're using again, you're probably right. Like don't trust your gut more. You know, don't listen to those voices that are going, um, you know, I, I know there's a voice, it was a voice in her head that was him going, you never trust me. You, you're always suspicious. This is why I can't stay sober. Right? So all of a sudden we get all these voices in our head and we're, we've lost tune and touch up. Just so you know, I'm never stopping here again to do this because this is like terrible reception. Sorry about that. But this this nattering in our heads, right? The the self-doubt. When did that start? When did that start? When is it, If if you were, you know, 10 years ago and you were around someone and they seemed loaded and you thought to yourself, wow, they're loaded. When did it start going, wow, I wonder if they're using again. I wonder if they're loaded. I'm not sure, right? That didn't just That came from a slow erosion of your self-esteem, and that happens from alcoholism. It's a slow, it will make anyone neurotic. And we start beating ourselves up, like we should be better, we should know better. Um, Why am I being so hard on him? I'm always so suspicious of him, right? I should give him a chance, or I say him because that was my experience. Uh, But the the same with any other mental illness, really. Um, alcoholism is a mental illness but any other mental health issue when you're dealing with someone you start to question your own thinking and then you beat yourself up for it because you just you're not sure and you're you you, all of a sudden it's it's you know I I should know why am I even in this relationship what happened you know (laughs) all the kids I went to school with got married and are living happily. You know, that judgment, that comparison, those are all voices in your head. And you need to tell them to shut up. You need to tell them to stop already, right? Whether you're a man or a woman or, you know, whatever your, your gender is, your religion, your race, your creed, you were born with a sense inside of you, a sense of knowing. And if you can get quiet enough, you'll feel it. So the reason that alcoholics and addicts want to argue with you all the time is they keep you in your head. They keep you thinking, 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 and then self doubt. And you know, then they get, they got in there, right? That illness, not them, but the illness of alcoholism gets in there. That's exactly what they're suffering from is what you're experiencing. Like, oh my God, what is happening? <laughs> There's like a committee in my head and I'm not sure which way to turn and maybe I'm wrong and uh, I can't leave them. They're going to be, you know, they're not going to make it. Uh, you know, that's just nonsense. So really what has worked for me is when I get like that and I hear the voices and I start second guessing, you know, like this woman did. She said, I, you know, she said, I just don't know if he's using or not. And I said, the mere fact, the mere fact that you're saying that, he's using. People don't just assume someone's using. When you're around normal people, the guy at the grocery store, you don't just, you know, (laughs) well, maybe you do, but you know what I mean? See, alcoholism wants to keep you confused. Whether you're drinking or not, it wants you chaotic and confused. It wants to take as many people out as possible. So this being nice to yourself is about getting back in your own hula hoop and being quiet for a minute. I told her, she said to me, well, this is what's happening. Blah, 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 blah. And then he came home from work and blah, 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 blah. And she gave me the scenario and she said, do you think he's using? And I said, what do you think? And she got real quiet and I said, close your eyes, right? Close your eyes, take a deep breath. And if you do this right now, if you close your eyes right now, right? You take a deep breath. Can you feel that thing where you come back to center? Well, she did that. And I asked her, is he using? And she said, yes, she knew. She just didn't want to know. She didn't want to. She wanted to avoid it. It's the same with anything else in your life. You know, should I do this, should I do this? Just get quiet, get back in your own hula hoop, get everybody out of your hula hoop, if there's people in there, and take a deep breath. Close your eyes, take a deep breath. Feel the center, feel your feet on the ground, right? Even if you need to, a technique I use is I shoot these branches I pretend like I'm a tree and I shoot branches deep down into the earth, to the center, and they all wrap around the center, right? It's a visual I do and it grounds me so that whatever my honest truth is, I'm going to be able to handle it because it's not always the reason you're denying and the reason you're trying to pretend and stay in denial is because it's, it's safer, right? So you got to ground yourself I am so sorry. I'm sitting here in an empty lot with no one around me. And these two guys have come to do a drug deal right next to my car (laughs) with their Starbucks. Here they are. Do you see them? For the love of God. (laughs) It's everywhere. I'm telling you. Um, so you got to get centered. You got to shoot those roots down into the ground. You got to get real centered. Close your eyes take a deep breath, fill the center. Like a, uh, I feel like a white beam of light goes right through the top of my head, straight through my body into the ground. And I think, okay, what do I need to do? And all those voices go away and I can hear. And I, I, I believe that's God. When I can tune out all the coulda, woulda, shouldas, all the self doubt, all the, I'm not good enough. I get right to the core, develop a relationship with that core, that knowing, listen to it, wait for it. Because when she opened her eyes and I said, is he using, do you think he relapsed? And she said, yes. Like all those other things that he had planted in her head. You don't love me. You never think I'm doing just cause I'm not doing what you want. You know what I mean? So, you gotta get to that core. It will help you with everything, right? Should I go on this trip? I don't know. The Joneses will be really mad if I don't go. Uh, I told them I'd go a long time ago. I'm supposed to bring the potato salad. You know, whatever all that shit is. La, 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 la. You know, do what I said. Get alone, get quiet. Fill your feet on the planet. Shoot some roots down into the earth. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, and let that light shoop, straight through you. And And think, should I go to this event? Yes, I should, right? My fear is keeping me away, or no, I shouldn't, because I'm gonna end up arguing with Mary Jane. I don't wanna do that today. You know what I mean? Get in touch with that. Shut the voices down, right? Tune into one radio station. Sometimes it's so bad in my head because of guilt and remorse, all driven by fear. Okay. I have the, I have a relationship of ultimate fear. I have a, a mental health issue with a child and it's, it's been, I, you know, we've tried every which way, but I, no, we've tried every which way to get this person help. And it, it's, uh, You know, I believe it's alcoholism combined with other mental health issues. But she has seen what alcoholism did in my life and other people's lives. So she's not drinking. So it's somewhat suffering from some... uh, And she even said to me the last time we spoke, she doesn't drink because she she knows. She knows! Right? So, but that kind of thinking, when you have other mental health issues going on and you have alcoholism, whether you're drinking or not is so chaotic, it'll suck you in. And, you know, I, I, I've I, been on a suicide watch before for, for you know, the doctor said you're just gonna, there's no, not too much we can do at this point. Uh, we've locked her up, let her out, you know, I mean, the, all the things. Um, so you're just gonna have to, you know, be prepared, right? Just, let's just keep moving with what we're trying to do, but I always want you to be prepared, the doctor that was helping me. And I had to get prepared. How do you get prepared for that? Because the voices go off in your head. I know this is a long one today. I didn't think this was going to be this long, but I really want to get this out to you. The voices in your head are trying to tell you you've done something wrong. You missed it. If this was someone else, this wouldn't be happening. There's a piece of information I don't have that I need. That's not true. That's not true. And I also don't have to explain it to anybody. I don't go through all the medicines and the doctors and the treatment centers and the places we've tried, the mental health institutions. I don't have to do that. I know in my heart, right? I know the truth. And is it what I want? What I thought my life would be? No. Can I deal with it? Yes. Right? Because I have this program. I did the 12 steps in Al-Anon. I realized that she has her own life to live, right? And I got to respect that. And I got to try to help, but I can't get in there because the voices in my head become so great. I, I would drive like into a wall. Have you ever done that? You're driving along and all of a sudden you realize you're in the next town over and you're like, how did I get here? And at first I thought, well, I'm just trying to escape my life, but no. I, uh, my the thinking was going so crazy. The committee in my head was going so loud that I, I just was like, I didn't even know where I was. So how am I going to function in life and be happy if I can't even, if there's no room in my head, it's like a hotel and all these voices have checked in and now there's no room for me. Where are me? Where's, where's my room? At least I should have the pen test on the top floor, right? But no, there's no room at the end, Karen. You gotta go. <laughs> We're taking over guilt, remorse, shame, self doubt, self esteem, right? Past trauma, all this shit. <laughs> and I'm like, everybody get out, right? I got one life here. And, uh, this is my, my head. And the only thing in there is me and my creator. That's it. Everybody else, you know, you, you, I might not be able to get you to leave in the moment because there's so much going on, but you can turn down the volume and take a seat. The guy with the whip in the chair, take a seat because I don't have time for you today. Right. And, and you actually, once you understand that and you've got a technique to get centered and ask yourself the question, most times when people say to me, what should I do? I say, what do you think you should do? And they're so shocked by that because we've become so used to someone else telling you what to do. I don't come on here to tell you what to do. I come on here to tell you how I did it. Here's some techniques, as crazy as they might sound. If you're on here and you're a truck driver from Tennessee, you're thinking, this chick is... (laughs) I'm not doing this. You might, if you get desperate enough, if you're working, you're on the road and you're hearing about what's going on at home and your head is going off and you just want to drive your truck straight back home and not finish your your load and screw your job up and get fired because you got to get back there. I want you to try this technique. You don't have to tell anybody. Get centered. Shoot branches out from your feet all the way into the deepest part of the earth right? Just imagine it. Close your eyes. Imagine that. You can do that anytime. I do that when I get scared. I was in Walmart and this guy got crazy. I think he had other issues, but he got crazy. And I thought my mind went directly to, oh my God, he's going to pull out a gun. I mean, he was that crazed. And I was thinking, I got to hit the floor and I got to, and I thought, wait a minute, (laughs) hold on, (laughs) sister. You know, I'm ready to pull everybody down on the floor (laughs) (laughs) with straight to fear. And so I grounded myself. I shot those branches right out through the floor of Walmart down into the earth. And I thought, Oh, I can, I can handle anything in the moment. (sighs) Am I in danger? You know, and I would know if I'm in danger, I've been in danger before. So I got quiet. Am I in danger? No. Is this my problem to solve? No. What can I do? I'm leaving this line. I'm going to the self-checkout and I'm getting the fuck out of here. That's what I'm doing. Right. Just because I don't want this kind of drama in my life anymore. If I want a drama like this, I go home. So, so you know what I mean? I mean, when Walmart or Starbucks isn't even a safe place anymore, or should I say it, even the Academy Awards, right? I've got to be okay wherever I'm at. And I've got to ground myself or I will fly off the, right, in my head. i got to be nicer to myself. i got to trust my judgment. You know, that girl that asked me about her boyfriend, you know, is he using, is he using, is he using, what do you think? He did this, he did that. She's kind of trying to prove to me, like she needed to prove to me that he'd been using. Like she was so unsure of herself. He had made her so neurotic that alcoholism. And, and so when I asked her, got her grounded, what do you think? She said he's using. That is her truth. It kind of doesn't matter if he was using or not at this point. If that's what she believes, she needs to act on that. I don't want to live here anymore. Maybe he wasn't using, but he's acting like he's using you know what I mean? If she didn't want in the relationship anymore, that's the part she was really struggling with. Am I going to live like this with an untreated alcoholic, you know, who's who's pretending, who's one minute away from a relapse, right? Is he doing what he's supposed to do or is he just doing it so he doesn't have to leave? So she had to get true. And who am I to say, no, I think you're wrong. No, your truth is your truth start developing that. Okay. Start creating a connection with your inner self, right? With your divine creator, however you do that. But that's just the way I do it. Anyway, I went on way too long. I love you all. Have a fantastic day. Please comment and let me know what you thought about this reading and how it pertains to you in your life. You might've got a completely different hit off of it. So let me know. I love you and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.